Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik, our daily limit of Masil Sasharim. You're up to day 41. In chapter 9 today, Hashem, we are going to finish chapter 9 and wrap up the Midah of Zerizas, of Alacrity. Previously on Hachzeik, we were talking about the importance of using Bitachan and Hashem in order to not have fear, to not have excessive fear, which is one of the things that pulled us away from Zerizas, from chasing after Hashem, doing things with with quickness and excitement and motivation. Um, and the Mr. Shram addressed the, the question of, well, if you just, you have no fear, just rely on Hashem for everything, does that mean that you could just be reckless and not take care of yourself and put yourself in danger? No, chas v'sham. You just have to take care of yourself. And the Ramchal elaborated on the two different types of fear, a healthy, normal fear, and a yirashayta, an irrational fear. And we differentiated between the two and to figure out how to to see the difference between the two. And today we're going to wrap up, wrap up chapter nine, like I said, uh, with some some final thoughts on um, the dangers of of atzlus of, of of laziness and how that gets in the way of zrizus, and a quick wrap up wrap up of chapter nine and the midah of zrizus. Vayter misdashar. Zok the heligam mechaber. Remchal. Who atzmo inyan apasuk sheivinu lemala? That which we just said before, we ended up yesterday referring talking quoting chazals. Gorem sachem about how. When it comes to paskin halacha, shilas, uh, whether animals are trefos, etc., we don't paskin based on what things may be that we can't see, that we aren't aware of. Oh, we, uh, from what when I see, it looks like it's kosher, but you know, maybe there's something behind this limb, behind this organ that I can't see. That may, oh, maybe there's a soul there, so we should paskin. No, we only we only act with what we see, not with what we don't see. So the Rambam is continuing on that note and saying that's exactly the the nature of the pasuk that we quoted earlier. Arum ra ra vinistar, clever person. Ra'a sees with an aleph. Ra'a with an ayin, evil, bad. Benistar, and he hides from it. He only hides from that which he sees, the bad which he actually sees. He doesn't run away and hide from that which may come possibly. What if? How do you know? And that's exactly the same pasuk, um, in the nature of the same pasuk as uh, we said initially earlier. A lazy person says, oh, I'm, I'm going to go and do this mitzvah. There's a young lion in the path and, and a, a lion among the streets. Um, maybe I'll, it's dangerous for me. I'm not going to go. So we, we discussed before that the laziness can bring someone to even not do mitzvahs or, because it, it, it creates fears in them, um, which prevents them from doing mitzvahs. As we're going to see here very specifically, it's, it's the laziness itself that brings the fear. Last time, a few, a few times ago, we discussed how it's not just you're afraid of something so therefore, you're lazy to avoid it, but it works the other way too. You can be lazy and then use fear of things as a way to justify your laziness and and in action. Chachamim made a very clear illustration for us um, of this Indian. To demonstrate how far irrational fear can can bring a person away from Avod Hashem and to just really almost silly places. That prevents a person from doing what's good. said seven things about a lazy person. Okay, so what are these seven things? They say to the lazy person, go, your, your rub is in the city. Go, go and learn from him. Go learn Torah from him. Go do the good thing. Go do a smart thing. Go do a healthy thing. Go do something that's good for your Baruch Hashem. Bumei and the lazy person responds to them, like the Pesach we quoted before Mishnah. Maybe there's a line in the road. I'm too afraid. I can't go to the roads of the city to get to my Rebbe. Maybe there's a danger in the road and it's it's it's, it's dangerous for me. I'm not going to do it. I want to avoid danger. I want to be safe. Rabbi Chabasuch, I mean, this is all. He's a Pesach Medina. 
No, he's, he's he's in your province. He's not in some uh, some um, some sort of city nearby. He's mamish in your in your city in your province locally. Go see him. I'm afraid maybe there's going to be a lion that's among the streets within my own city. So I'm not going to go. So then the the Ramchal doesn't quote word for word everything, but the article beautifully um, tells it to us in English. So I'm just going to go through what it says here. The third thing they tell him is that your teacher is not he's not just in the same city. He's living right near your home. And the, the person replies to that, no, there might be a line right outside my door. So I'm so they say to him, how are you There, he's, he's in your house. So the fourth thing they say to him, um, is that, that he's mom's in your house. Omer Lehem, so he replies to them, if I go, I'm going to see that the door is locked in the room that he's in. So I'm going to have to come back to where I am here and just sit back down to my, my lazy boy. Um, and the manager continues, what's the fifth thing they say to him? No, the door's open. I, 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 we have him. The door's 100% open. It doesn't even have a lock. It's a swinging door. You can go right in. Now he has no excuse, right? So what does he say? The truth comes out. He says, whether it's open or locked, I, I need to sleep a little more. The truth comes out. So finally, when, when he awakes, they put food in front of him. And it says that he's too lazy to put it in his mouth. That's the sixth thing. And the medrash, the, the the deeper meaning behind that, food is is sustenance, which is Torah. And saying that even if he makes it, right, even if somehow you get him to go to the shear, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. He can come to the shear and he'll doze off, or he'll space out, or he'll be on his phone, or whatever it is. The lazy person, even if he shows up, he can't let himself take that step and, and do that right thing. And finally, since he fails to study and be, be Osik in Torah when he's young, because of his laziness, so then unfortunately he's not going to be able to do it when he's older, he's one of the skills. Even if he wants to at that time. Lamaisa, well, there's always hope. There's always hope. But still, uh, definitely speak to any Balchuva, any person, or even someone that grew up in, the, in, you know, Orthodox home, but they didn't take any time to seriously learn how to learn properly or develop a Seder, a Seder and a Derech Halimud when they're growing up in, in their formative Yeshiva years. Come back to in the late 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and also now they want to learn Gemara and Bima'ayin. It's, it's a skill you have to learn. It's not something you can just pick up like that, typically. Um, so the lazy person, Chaval, he's, he's, you know, he has these fears and he's going to miss out when he's young and even when he's old. Alamad, uh, so we learn from this illustration from Chazal in, in Devarim Rabbah, it's not that fear causes one to be lazy, or not, at least not only that. Rather, at least from this medrash, it's emphasizing and amplifying the idea, the laziness itself causes the fear. Meaning, the, the, the lazy person is not knowingly thinking irrationally and, and, and not believing what they're saying they're just finding excuses necessary. They really believe. They're really afraid. Maybe there's, maybe it's going to be locked and it's going to be wasting my time. Maybe there's going to be a line in the road, in the street, in the highway. Um, it's, 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 it's coming from a, um, a, what they think is an MS Dika real, r- rational, reasonable fear, which it's only born from their laziness, right? From that lazy nature that they have, they therefore find reasons and rationalizations rationalize rational lies right they and into it but in their mind it's rational they're not they're not um you know choosing and knowingly doing the wrong thing and saying not necessarily so it's it's just like the idea that i mentioned in in the previous year about being a melech versus calling right it's it's the the melech starts with his moach and he knows what the right thing is to do and then he develops an emotional attachment to it and does the right thing but the covet we start at the bottom the, the 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 blood, the laziness, just to sit and be physical and 
that laziness will then create, oh, that I, I mean, rationally speaking, this is dangerous. I, should, I shouldn't go near this with a 10-foot pole. Um, I have to stop fighting. And, and, and the other Rebbe is going to point out to us, and, and this isn't just a spiritual idea. If you go out, even just in the secular world, the, the idea of, of not being lazy, the idea of running after things, the idea that laziness itself will create irrational fears in our head and will convince ourselves out of doing the right thing, or doing what we know is important, it's, it's not just a religious thing when it comes to terms. It's beyond that. And all these ideas of, of the challenges to Zerizus and, and what we need to do to avoid it, of the idea of being too indulgent, taking us away from Zerizus, the idea of being too afraid, taking us away from Zerizus. Uh, daily experiences proves this out. In what is generally accepted and common among the masses. As this is their way, brought on by their folly, as it says in Tehillim. And one who studies this matter deeply, intelligently, he'll find this is, is absolutely true. Wisdom will come easy to the perceptive one, as he says in Mishlei. Says if you really think about this, if you try, it's a tried and true. It's tried and true. It's it's someone that's lazy will create fears for himself. Someone that's indulging and 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 drowning themselves in physicality and 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 looking to chase after just comfort and tranquility is not going to be a czar's. It's going to be a, a very difficult time when it comes to jump up and go do mitzvahs. Number one, do mitzvahs, and especially do them with zrizus, with excitement, with motivation. Kvarnis bar in yanazrizus. The topic of zrizus has already been clarified through this chapter. Be'er she'ach shavayosu maspik laharas alev. With, and the Ramchal is saying, with a clarification and elucidation that the Ramchal thinks is, is enough to inspire someone's heart and mind. And a wise person will only become wiser and further increase his clarity um, in acquiring this Mida and understanding of this Mida of, of Zrizus. Um, and and to the point here, this last line of saying, and he'll continue to acquire knowledge and understanding of this, the Ramchal is making a point to say, like, even what I've laid out here for you here when it comes to Zrizus, it's only the general ideas of what will, like, you know, motivate a person, stimulate a person to to acquire resources in the proper way, to know what to do and what to avoid. But if you, the more you think about this, the more you study it deeply, you'll, you'll see, again, to what, what extent the mafsidim take you away and to what extent responding to those mafsidim of pushing ourselves to to be azars even if we're not in the mood, how these things create uh, our, a great environment for us to develop the resources more and more and more and it's, it's tried and true. Now, wrapping up the uh, the chapter. And now we see, after going through all of Zahiros and Zerizos, we can see that it makes sense that first we had Zahiros and then Zerizos. Why? Because in general, it's very difficult. It wouldn't be common or natural for a person to be a Zerus, to be running after, motivated after doing the right thing, unless he's a Zahar first. Someone that controls himself. Someone that doesn't focus his attention on being careful with what he does. And to contemplate deeply his service of Hashem and the specific obligations and requirements that are upon him. Like we discussed in the first few chapters of about the Mida of Zahiros. So certainly if someone doesn't have that, it's going to be very difficult to acquire Zerizos, which is love and passion for what is Hashem. These dories, but shuka, lifne baro, and to act eagerly and quickly before Hashem. Because that's what Zerizus says. Because he's still stuck in his physical, material pleasures. And he's still running after his normal routine that has just become his general hell girl, his regilis, his, his routine that pulls him away from 
being azaris. Amnam, achat shekvar pokachinov, liros masa liyazarbehem. But once someone does step one of zahiris, he opens his eyes and recognizes that he has to look at his actions and think about them deeply beforehand and, and during and looking ahead, being a zahir, assessing his actions and looking backwards also. Nakel hu losha yasser minara. It will be much easier for him to turn away from evil. And then yearn for the goodness in life, which is what Hashem, the biggest Hashem, and then act with, as the Tsar is to chase after and acquire that. Obvious. It's obvious. And if it's not obvious, it should be obvious at this point. If it's not obvious at this point, then we should continue to review it until it is obvious to us. Summarizing chapter 9, as our scroll says. Actually, before we do that, just a quick recap of today, we see how how here we're talking about specifically laziness um but we can we can trick ourselves and really convince ourselves like we're not lying to ourselves we can really convince ourselves that no it's you know I, this is rational fear this is rational this is rational we have to be very careful and that we were discussing, discussing yesterday we have to listen to that voice and see is it a rational voice is it a healthy voice just saying be careful watch out for that thing and then we say okay got it or is it watch out that, that the thing may happen and you say well no it's probably not gonna happen it's, it doesn't seem like it's a possibility or probability it hasn't happened before um maybe it could happen i think it's possible but like no i'm not gonna take that seriously and then yo how do you know what if what what would it maybe well, yeah but well, well what has happened in the past hundred times i tried this well yeah but maybe this time it's gonna happen differently it's always a possibility right i like i learned early on in my years um i'm dealing with my with, with, with the anxiety and and certainty is an illusion it's, there's no such thing as certainty in life. You don't know that when you walk out your front door in the morning, God forbid, someone walks out the front door in the morning, maybe that day they'll tell me tell what can happen. You know, someone, people get hit by car, cars all the time, right? I, but we still walk out of our door in the morning. How do you know? How do you know? We don't. We don't. It's normal. It's normal, rational life to get up in the morning, to get into my car, to drive to work, to do the things that I need to do. I maybe, yeah, but how do you know? That's where Bittach comes in. That's where, okay, I, I take protection and, and safety when, I, when, when it's a rational fear, but when it's not, I don't. And we can create these rational fears in our minds because of our laziness. It's a scary thing. That's why it's so important for us to check ourselves, to really become aware of, of our thoughts and, and where, where our, our motivations are coming from, and to have someone else that we can talk to, whether it's a therapist, it's a Rebbe, it's a good friend, that we can talk to, to and talk things out. And it's here, like, am I thinking about this the right way? Is this, is this rational? What I'm thinking, and, and it's amazing when you talk it out with someone, when they're like, if you think about it, no, that actually doesn't make any sense. Like, no, that's not normal. And you're like, oh, okay. So now I know, okay, now I know when that fear comes in, I can push it away. Wrapping up chapter nine. There are two main factors that prevent the person from acquiring the trait of Zerizos. One is the desire for physical comfort and, re- comfort and re- relaxation and pleasure. The other is excessive anxiety and fear of dangers that might arise. That might arise. To overcome the first obstacle, one must, rec- one must recognize that this world was made for toil, Adam Lamal Yulad, and not for comfort. To overcome the second obstacle, a fear, one must cultivate within himself trust in Hashem. But B'tacham Hashem. Fear and anxiety are proper when there is a clear and present danger. Right? Hashem wants us to protect ourselves and be healthy. In that case, one is actually obligated to take protective measures. When the danger is not known and present, however, one must trust in Hashem and recognize that his fear may well be a product of laziness. That's why you need to talk it through with friends, Rebbein, therapists, whomever. Zerizus follows the heroes, as we wrapped up, because one generally will not become passionate about serving Hashem until he has taken the prior step of considering his actions and emerging from the morass of physicality. So, just to wrap, finally wrap things up in chapter 9 here, before we get into the Medo of Nikias, it's important to realize, it, it, Zahirus and 
Zrizus and Zerus and Zrizus are the mitzvahs say, mitzvahs say, right? what, what not to do and how not to do it, and what to do and, what, and, and how to do it, right? And it, it is a reason why these come first, and in this order as we discuss. But it's also important point of Manas Chalko um, explains that, which is I believe is yeah, Rabbi Tzio Solomon, Mitzvah Sharm. He says that these are the foundation to move on to these loftier levels of Nikias and Chasidus, all these things, Precious, It needs to be on a strong foundation of okay, what's right and what's wrong. Right? And how do I get accustomed to consistently assessing those things? And then once I know what's right, to run after it. Those are the foundations that we build on. The stronger that foundation is, the more of a chance we have to build even further on top of it with Nikias and Vaita. Looking forward to starting chapter 9. The next lesson with you all. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.